Man, I was talking. Okay, can you hear me now? Uh, yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, you're very quiet. I have my mic up, my uh, thing up. Hello? Hello? Hi. Oh, you're still very quiet. What's, why is that? I, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong. I, I, I generally don't. Maybe my mic is just bad. I'm sorry. Okay, it's getting better. I can hear you. That's good. Hey, so this is the, f the first uh, episode of Steve Spotlights, and we have our very special guest. And, you know, a lot of people said that I could get a Mavian, but I have the Mavian here right now. Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. Who, who knew? I'm, I'm the one with the, with the preposition from my name. Yeah. Not just an object. Yes, the what is it? The definitive article is what the is. Oh, it's an article. That was a preposition. No, it's an. Uh, oh, I I I I just know that it is an article, and it's the definitive article, as opposed to not the. De I don't know. A uh would be any Mavian, but the is you. Definitely you, the Mavian. This just reminds me of like I think in like seventh or eighth grade, like back in school, uh, when I took an English test, my teacher was like. I had the sentence that no one in my entire history of being a teacher was ever able to dissect into predicate and adverb or anything like that. And, was, and I think it back on it, it's really stupid. Because why would you make a, an impossible sentence? That's just extra cruel. That's what the teacher put on your test? Yeah, that's what the teacher put on like, everyone's test. Like, and apparently like, no one's been able to solve it in like, a decade or something or forever how long that person was teaching for. It was just, it, it was just, it's just really stupid mm -hmm. thinking back on it now. Yeah. You know, there's like um, um, Buffalo, 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 Buffalo is a, like a sentence. Oh, yeah. And this is why yeah. people don't like the English language. It doesn't make no, any sense. No, it's stupid. Um, so let's, let's spit some English here. Um, I just want to set the stage for what this is, is that I'm going to have a conversation. We're, we're just going to try to have a conversation where we learn from each other about improv. That's kind of the thing, or we can talk about art or any other creative stuff that you do. Um, yeah. So, you know, just to get on the same page or do whatever. <laughs> Locarno is here. I didn't expect oh. it. I didn't. I, yeah. Did you notice that? I didn't expect another guest. <laughs> oh, we, we have a, we have a third party as a, yeah. you know, this is nice. I like this. Yeah. That means that's, that's hey. an audience member. Hey, Locarno, how are you? Good. I didn't mean to like freak your groove. So if this is just something else, I will just listen or whatever you want me to do. Oh, yeah. You are breaking my format because I was just I was planning on just having one person or two oh, or two people. Yeah. Okay. And just you're gonna record it or? Yeah, we're all recording it, and I mean you can okay. listen. I mean you can do whatever you want. No all right, I'll be quiet. Oh, great. This is a this is a great first episode. I'm ecstatic right now. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. I, I'm excited, too. And you know what my thought was, Locarno, and I'll <laughs> like, I didn't want to comment on what just happened, because my thought was I could have made this private, obviously. But I was like, all the people on Oozbear and whatnot are so polite that I don't think anyone's going to come in and troll us and mess with us. And it would be fun to see if someone randomly comes in. And someone did right away, <laughs> which I did not expect. But um, yeah, anyway. 
thank you, Locarno, for being so understanding and for coming and whatever, <laughs> whatever, and for being you. Um, so, but I do want to have a conversation with you about improv. And I'm not going to ask about, like, if you do you listen to, like, improv podcasts at all, Mavian? I um I used to a lot more than I do now. I kind of fallen off a uh, fallen off a lot of improv stuff in general, like in mm. the past like few months or so. But hey. I ha- I used to listen oh. to them a lot. Hey, I've noticed that too, uh, maybe. And like wh- like sometimes I'm like, hey, where's Mavian? <laughs> I didn't know what? I didn't know it's missed so dearly. I feel bad now. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I mean, you used to do it more. We just you just you just did. Um, but uh. Well, let's see. With improv, my the, the question was, oh, I should have been more specific. Do, do you listen to like in like ones where they're like, you know, kind of more educational about d- what you should be doing during improv and that kind of stuff? I mean, well, um, I because those like as much as the podcasts like would be great for people who are more technical. Um, I would say, you know, there's a whole like theory like like pirate robot ninja and like how you play and how you think of an improviser. And of course, every single person is going to be different. Yeah. I. I just, I don't think I, maybe I should care about it more. Maybe that will make you a better improviser. But at this point, this point in time, I just don't really care for it at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's not important. I just, I don't, I don't know. I'd rather hear people talk about improv and how it makes them feel and like do it in a, in a podcast format than like, you know, I could just, I could read like, uh, I, I could read like the TJ and Dave book if I want to learn more about improv. Um, so you're, <laughs> so, so you're, not interested, you're not interested in that. I I mean I should be if if I if I want to even cultivate my improv brain I should be more interested but I'm not yeah. which is I feel I like that that makes me you know no I think that's totally fair um, because yeah I mean I think at a certain like level you should be like well hey it's just my personality coming out and like other people are there and they're gonna like have them you know deal with it or whatever <laughs> right I mean. So, um, yeah, so I was, I was not gonna, you know, a, like ask about like, you know, with schools or whatever, but, um, I no, guess, no, well then, I, 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 I'm open to no, anything. I, I told you. Well, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was my plan to not do that. How about, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you said you wanted to talk a little bit, like uh, a little bit, or you wanted to listen to or whatever, more about like how it makes you feel, you think? I, the thing is, I think the thing that interests me the most about improvisation in general is how, how individual people can still make something work, like vastly different people with vastly different points of view and like ways of, and ways of seeing the world and like points and like sense of humor can still make something cohesive and work together. I think that's what interests me the most because I don't know, like, because like, I, there's just something weird about like I've heard like a lot of improv groups on Facebook and they all and it's, it's a lot of discussions about like schools of thought and like progression of the art form and stuff like that and and like and that's those are good conversations to have it's just that for the most part I see it and I understand that I'm not in a place improv wise because I've only been doing it for like a couple of years I don't feel personally feel like I'm in a place like improv wise to really add anything like substantial to his conversations. That's why I'm hmm. more interpersonal with those, those kind of discussions. Yeah. That's interesting. Cause I was going to like, one of the ways I was hoping to think about this was like, uh, you know, I mean, I think everyone has 
I mean, you, you certainly have a sense of humor because you're a human being. And I was thinking like, right. if, if I, if I wanted to broaden kind of the whole idea of it, it's well, um, if it's not how, like how you're, it's like, how are you just thinking about humor generally, or, you know, kind of more like that. Hmm. So do you, yeah, well, I mean, I get, but like, I, I, I like have like questions or like, what, what do you think is like, you know, what makes something funny or something like that? I mean, are you able to, do you even, do you think about that or kind of break that down at all? I don't think I can because my, my, my sense of humor is so weird. Like, okay, I'm Gen Z and Gen Z kids are already very strange, even my own opinion. Mm -hmm. Like, like, you know, we, we're just like memes and like, and like running jokes. Like, I go on Twitter and like people and they're like, a, a really, like, there's like, there'll be like a tweet with like a, like a thousand likes. It's just a, it's just like a one, it's just like a one liner and an image. And that's hilarious to me. And mm -hmm. that's like my humor at this point in time. Like, like a picture of a monkey when we laugh with like impact, impact font text, because yeah. <laughs> that's just my, what my humor is. And I think it will remain that way, and that's why I can't possibly explain why that makes you laugh. I'm just, it's just, it just basically unexplainable in my, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, so you're, I mean, you're talking about like you know images and text. I mean, do you you like comics? I mean, yeah, but I, that's different than like like a meme, you know? Yeah. Like or like something that, <laughs> like, and even memes themselves are like, come in all different forms. So yeah. yeah, it's really hard to explain. I don't think I'm doing a good job. Like that, first guess. Is it the? Ah, <laughs> you're doing you're doing great, maybe, and this is what I want to talk about. Because um, so, I mean, are you talking about like the whole like kind of? There's like a cultural aspect to memes, and it's almost like you have to be aware of references and things to get them. Is that kind of what you're you, what you're talking about? I, I think what I find funny, I guess, uh -huh. meme wise, it, like. There are memes that are like decades old at this point. So mm -hmm. now it's come to a point where you bring back things that were so horribly unfunny and hilarious back in like 2012. And now they're funny and hilarious again because it's, they're, they're so unfunny. It's like the, mm -hmm. that complete cycle of irony and like Poe's Law and stuff like that. Like, like that's why I find hilarious, you know. I, like a really unfunny 2012 meme will make me laugh like hysterically because it's yeah. so bad that it's good. Yeah. Well, some of them, I mean, some memes are like, they're almost literally the point is that they're meaningless. And right. So, yeah. Yeah. There's no reason to bring them back because it's literally, there's, it's a reference to nothing. Which, exactly. Yeah. 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 There's, there's, there is this idea like, um, and this is kind of comes I, I, like, uh, this kind of comes from um, like kind of the idea of like postmodernism and this kind of stuff where um, they were even looking at like, like television, like in the nineties is just kind of, was kind of like, there was all just references to just previous television stuff. So that at, at a certain point, it's like, it's just all pointing at itself and it's not really anything, but at the same time it is what it is. Cause it's like, it's just like the self ref, the reference is the thing, you know? Hmm. Yeah. So it's almost like, it's not even like being ironic in a way. It's like, this is, uh, I don't know if I'm explaining this great, but it's like, this is what, I don't know. It's that, it's just that act of, refer of, of making the thing and referencing it is, is the whole point and that there might not be much more to it. Hmm. I mean, I get it a little bit. <laughs> I was just thinking, I was just thinking like, I mean, like people were almost like, 
I don't know. I feel like you're kind of like on that wavelength a little bit, even because I mean, you're saying even even without memes, it's like our culture almost is like, um, you know, it's just it's just a, it's just endlessly references to other things that are already in our culture. Oh yeah, or like even like like even like beyond just references, it's it's like little like like Twitter is like the most infant example. It's like just little nuggets of like thoughts and feelings that like. <laughs> that like thousands of other people can relate to, you know, it's everyone has a voice and on like on a certain platform and all those voices kind of mesh together in agreement. Ah. So like, that's like what that that's like my current like form of how I see humor. Oh. It makes it so weird. Cause it's almost like an overwhelming force at that point, isn't it? Because it's like, I mean, as far as evolution go, like it's like almost evolutionary because anybody could be saying anything and then it gets selected by the group almost. And then it's like, you know, it makes you wonder about if you're someone who's trying to craft something well, it's like, I mean, you're competing with like just so much, like all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, like I, it, like, it's so weird. Like, cause I know I have friends with some people who have like very small followings online and, and like, they, they often feel like kind of overwhelmed with like creating things and stuff, you know, because of that whole landscape of, of, <laughs> of like, I don't know. Cause it is like a random like lottery in a sense. Like, you know, you either get chosen by what people, by the algorithm or something like that, or you don't. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. That's amazing. Cause nothing I've ever done has like no one, fo- like, I don't think I uh, offer the opportunity. I, I guess this would be it of someone trying to follow me in any way online. Cause they really can't other than being like my Facebook friend, <laughs> which isn't the same. Cause I don't put, put, I don't post anything on there. So I don't see anything. I like, I, I myself don't barely go on Facebook anymore. Cause Facebook, like it just has a horrible like thing where I see the same like post from like, the same five people and just in mm. a, a point, like I just don't care anymore. You know? Yeah. Like it's all like, not to knock on people in your generation, in your age group, but um, huh. it's all like people in like their late twenties or thirties, like talking about like making like weird like one-lining bit like Facebook statuses and posts, and it's just like I'm done with this. <laughs> this is this is not fun. <laughs> this is not funny anymore. Yeah, I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not staying with this. Well, that's it. Kind of interesting because I'm almost like I like people on my Facebook to try to be more funny because it's almost like it's just people posting their lot. Because I'm a pro- I'm like probably older, and it's like you know people got they all got kids and stuff, and it's like it's that sort of thing on my Facebook. Like it's just it's just their lives. <laughs> I I just, uh, I just wish people treated Facebook like they treated like. I don't know Instagram or something. Just just complete irreverence. I I just want oh. something like that. <laughs> yeah, if that makes sense. No, yeah. I mean, it's definitely like, like totally. Of course, like uh, yeah. I get it. I think I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> um, let's see. Hey, here's a question I have. Do you think the universe is infinite? I think I, I God, oh, this is gonna sound really pretentious. But I think I subscribe to the multiverse theory. Uh-huh. Um, in a in a sense, like you, you know, like there's like a whole like um, like there's a version of you who made a different decision in another universe somewhere. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like 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 mm-hmm. if I if like if I if I'm on the street and I decide to turn left or turn right, if I turn left, 
there's a version of me in another universe who turned right. Mm-hmm. And that's how I view multiverse theory, in a sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's definitely uh, it, 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 an appealing thought, for sure, I think. And, like, yeah, and that goes into, like, you know, all the way into quantum mechanics with the it's the Everett's many worlds theory, you know, like of every single time an atom or, or whatever – um, when they make the, they, they do random things. They, there's randomness to the, in the quantum world. And whenever they, those things make a decision, that's what breaks off into an entire another universe. And that's how they, they, they you know, they tried to explain a, like a physics thing that they were observing in the laboratory. Everything's atoms. Everything's just tiny strings. Gravitation comes in waves. <laughs> Like this is how it, and like it's a, is a cat dead or not, Steve? Do you know? Have you checked inside? Uh, oh, with the I don't I don't like I mean I think it, ultimately it's got to be one or the other, right? But I mean you don't I mean, know, yeah. it, and until you observe it, I mean I, I like get it. I get the idea. You don't know until you observe it. I mean that's obvious. If I, you know, you don't even need to think about quantum mechanics or anything to kind of understand that concept. You know, as far as as far as my perspective, if if I give you if, if you take the cat for a weekend and you're babysitting it, the cats could be dead or alive until I see it again, right? <laughs> when I get the cat back from you. You know the the Schrodinger's cat thing. It, it's the only time where something we're being both co- dead we're being both like dead or alive is the correct answer at that moment. You know, because you don't if, as long as you don't know both of them are possible and correct, which is yeah. a weird thing, but kind of cool. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. It has something to do with cesium atoms or whatever shooting off, like, proton electrons or something, and they're, you're measuring where it's going through the double-slit experiment, double-slit or something like that. Like, it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's just so strange that that's kind of where they end up on that somehow. That it's that it's both true at the same time. I mean, who knows? Like maybe in like in in like a fifty years or so, like there's gonna be a whole new like radical theory or cool thing um, that someone comes up with. Maybe the cat's actually alive. Maybe we'll finally get an answer to that question. One of the things about uh, those those theories is is that um, I mean the multiverse one is literally, it's, it's something you can't prove that it's false. Like, what experiment could you possibly do to be like, oh, there's definitely no other universes? That's true. It's like, um, yeah. I, I, I'm just thinking back to, like, what's that thing that atheists use to prove their, that, that, like, atheism is viable with, like, the teapot thing in space or something? Uh, let's, uh, wait, that's Russell's teapot. Yeah, Russell's um, teapot. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, let's see. What Carno is saying, I want someone to explain that quantum uncertainty concept to me. I've read it multiple times, but the explanations never really answer my questions. That's the same thing with the, the cat, right, Locarno? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, oh, go ahead. I just, don't, I just don't get it. I feel like there's got to be more to it than is really written in these books that try to explain it. Yeah. Because it comes to... It, I don't know. The way that I just I said it was like I mean it's it's undis- it's not decided until you look at it even if you're not dealing with quantum stuff. Right? Yeah. How like, how is that so? Like how? I, yeah. 
But I think maybe – oh, thank you. Well, <laughs> you're like Andy Richter, Locarno. Hey, so I think – like coming in. Um, I think you're talking about like falsifiability. Um, yeah, maybe. yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, falsifiability is whether you can prove it false. Like the – like the yeah, the Brussels teapot is not falsifiable. Like the, the 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 possibility that it's there is not falsifiable. You can't. There's no experiment. I mean, currently with our technology or whatever that we can do to verify that it's not there. Hmm. So it's the same thing with the the multiverse thing too. It's like, well, what do you? I don't know. You can, but it's also you could prove it true. You could both. You could prove both of those things true. You know, you could find the teapot, or you could go to another universe. Yeah, I, I mostly use my belief in multiverses to, like, because I, I, my, how I interact with, like, um, with a lot of my friends is I ask really ridiculous hypothetical situations, you uh -huh. know? Yeah. And when they don't give an answer that, like, um, that, that, that's satisfactory to me in the sense they just, like, get, they, like, the answer to usually, something usually is, like, I'll freak out or I'll call the police, which is very boring answers for hypotheticals, by the way. Like oh. I just theorize about there's an alternate version of this person where the hypothetical I pose is a reality, which is very uh -huh. funny to me because <laughs> as right now that can't be proven that can't be proven false, yeah. you know. Like there's a there's a there's a version of me in another universe where I have like five arms and two of them are tentacles, you know. Mm -hmm. That's that's sure. what I get joy out of thinking about multiverses. Yeah. Oh yeah, me too. That the whole possibility is great. Can you can you uh, give us a taste of one of those types of questions you're talking about? Oh, one of my ridiculous hypotheticals. A oh, sure thing. Uh, hey Steve. Uh huh. Oh hey maybe. Uh, what was you? Oh yeah. <laughs> hey how are you? How are you today? I'm doing great. <laughs> oh good. I get concerned sometimes. How's my cat? How's the cat doing? Oh my cat! Oh man! Oh man! Oh gosh! No, you're, it's, you're, uh, you're babysitting my cat. And I, I don't know if it's alive or dead. <laughs> well, uh, well, the thing is, I um, I don't really know if it's alive or dead either. Oh, right. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that just makes sense because we can't see it literally right now. But it does look like oh, you have no, something no. on your. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you don't have any view screen on it, so. I I just not... um I I like object permanence. <laughs> Yeah. So I, the cat, it's not my personal vision. I, I, it doesn't exist to me. I don't know where yeah. it, I don't know where it is. And it's not like we can view into your home the way, same way we could view into another universe and view what's going on there. We can't do that. So we just, no, we just don't no. know. We just, we just get, we just, we're just two people looking for a cat that may or may not be dead or alive or may or may not even exist. Yeah. We just don't know. We can't perceive mm. it. We're, we're, we're wandering in a fog of ignorance, and in any moment we could wander off a cliff of, of dead cat knowledge. You think, you think they're just like, do all cats go to the same cliff when they die? Hmm. Oh, oh, do, like the, uh, do you know that rainbow thing? The rainbow bridge? What about, <laughs> the rainbow bridge, like a leprechaun? <laughs> this is the thing I read on like people were talking about it on Reddit like it was a thing that everybody knew about and apparently it's a story about the afterlife where all pet where all your pets go when they die and then you go you apparently there's a rainbow bridge and you walk across the rainbow bridge and get your your pet your pet that's dead. But I mean so 
So do all pets who die without their owners go across? With I mean, what I mean, cause that would give like extra. That doesn't make any sense though. Like, how would God know? Like, oh, this pet doesn't have its owner yet. I gotta put it aside until the owner gets here. Well, like, would... <laughs> well, maybe, and that's like saying, well, you go to heaven. How does God know that you want to eat ice cream or not? I mean, he he should know what what the pet wants to do when it goes to pet heaven just as much how as did, How does. did God know to let, the, let, at the end of the movie, this is the end, let Jay Bruchel dance with people to the Backstreet Boys? How yeah. did God know that they want that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Is that he looks at all of the atoms in your head and for the ones that are decidable and he can read it like it's a book, apparently. But uh, maybe, in, I'm sorry, we got sidetracked. You did have something on your mind. It looked like you were going to ask me something. Oh, yeah, I was. Um, uh, what would you do if uh, you woke up one morning and your arms were like cat arms but your, but, and, uh, and your legs were like, they're still your legs, but um, they're cat legs. <laughs> you have cat arms and cat legs, but your torso and your head are the same. Yeah. And I mean, the, what would you do? And yeah, I mean, the, the cat arms, the cat's four arms are where my arms are. And their, their rear, paw, rear paws and legs are where my legs are. They're not, this isn't random legs. This is, it goes along no, with the, uh, cat anatomy. I mean, how, would it be even better if each, like, uh, appendage came from a different cat, a different cat breed? Hmm. Like, they're all, like, oh, different that, furs if, and, like, types. Is that the hypothetical I have to deal with, or is that just an, a third, a second hypothetical that we can enjoy before I answer well, the I mean, question? It's, it's added to the hypothetical. It's like a supplementary question. Okay. Okay. Let's see. I wake up. Um, yes. I think... I would be able to see them, right? I would be able to see them. So, um, oh man, I would, I would probably start screaming uh, for my girlfriend. I would try to get up. I mean, I would, I think, I mean, am I, I'm, am I able to, I feel, I sleep on my back, right? So I would have to roll over onto my front in order to go anywhere. Um, right, Yeah. So that seems that seems difficult, and I mean, because I think I feel like I would be mostly using my spine to do that. Um, so, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't. Would I want to go anywhere though? I would. I would almost I mean, want to just. If, would Would you take a, like a like a Franz Kafka's metamorphosis situation where you just get mm-hmm. so, like you just you just cannot do anything, and everyone starts to resent you because of your lack of ability to provide for your life or something like that? I mean, I'm definitely taking the day off work. I mean, that's without question, you know, because <laughs> because I wouldn't be able to use the keyboard or the mouse. That's upsetting. I have these cat arms and legs, but I can't use a mouse. Well, don't well, cats don't have opposable thumbs. They're not part monkey, so yeah, that oh, would yeah. be a hard time for you. I mean, I wouldn't be able. I don't. I, don't, I wouldn't feel comfortable sitting in this chair the way uh, you know, like at my computer desk, because I feel like. I feel like I would fall forward and I wouldn't be able to stop myself with those. those the, the main problem is that those, those limbs are so, I mean, I'm imagining a house cat, actually. I didn't, we didn't get into that. You just said a cat. I mean, are these, are these house cat limbs or are they, or are they, you know, wild, wild cat, uh, you know, like, 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 like tiger, a, like, like a feral cat or like, or just like a, I mean, yeah, that's a, right. These are a cat. I mean, they're, uh, like I said, they're all, like, each appendage, hypothetically, could all come from a different cat. You'll have, like, the leg of a lion, the, le- the left leg of a lion, the left leg of a lynx, 
the right the right arm of a tabby, the left arm of a of a of a uh what those bald cats? It could be like oh. that. You you'd be an oh. abomination. Yeah. So what you I think the way you went is the the two bottom ones are kind of rather strong, and then the upper ones are kind of less. They're they're weaker. I mean, yeah, I suppose you see it that way. <laughs> well, I mean, I just want to get we just want to get, we we want to get the the physiological balance correct in this hypothetical question. So I think, man, that's hard to, you still, well, cats can sort of walk upright, right? Have you seen those, those pictures? They, they do walk upright. I don't know if that applies to like, I think you said lion and lynx or tiger and lynx for the bottom. I know. I, I think I said lion and lynx. Yeah, okay. So I, I might be able to stand upright, which would be nice for a while at least, but then you'd fall over and I only have my, those little tiny baby, baby, baby arms. <laughs> I mean, I guess, okay. You have the you have the advantage. All your limbs have cat reflexes. Oh, not not your human brain though, but your limbs do. They're imbued within the limbs. Cats, they always land on their feet. Right. Yeah. So that, that's what you're talking about. And so are you. Okay. Yeah. And and okay. And you. And I guess we have to get into this. This is. Just, I mean, these are full grown cat limbs you know i mean i thought for a second i mean we, we had to iron out the fact that they were different species um but they gotta be, they're, gotta add, be they're not none, none of them are kitten limbs that doesn't make any sense allow me to add an asterisk i'm allowed as a hypothetical giver to to as you continue on with your thought process and how you deal with the situation i will add other little nuggets um as you go along hence i was okay. I, i've been doing this so far anyway continue with your uh with your with your um, thought process. Okay. So, I mean, but, okay. So the, the clarification question is, they're, they're all like full-grown limbs. There's not a little tiny young one. They're, okay, um, I will give you the, I will give you the the caveat of like, they're all cat limbs with all like human-sized cat limbs. So your arm oh. is still the same length, but it's a, it's a, it's a cat arm. Oh. Okay. That, this this does make me feel like I could be a little bit more mobile. Right, yeah. Okay. I would um, – are you interested in what the, the most immediate things that I would do or what I would do in the long run? I'm I assuming you can do immediate. Okay. I, immediately, I'd be ups, immediately I'd be upset for sure. And I know you don't like Are that. <laughs> People freaking, freaking out in response. Say that again? No, I mean, okay. It's okay for you to be upset, but like – I don't know, because when I when I'm given a hypothetical by like that by somebody, I think of abilities, you know, mm-hmm. like oh, if, well, if I had, yeah. Oh, I, I was about to say I would I I believe that I could make money off of this predicament, and how do I mean how do you make money? Oh, are you kidding? People would totally pay to see someone who somehow has cat arms, like you know, like like I, a I, sort of P.T. Barnum, you know, like freak show stuff. I think of more like um. Like you're like getting OnlyFans, but for your feet, your cat feet. <laughs> yes. Feet. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking of like a, you know, like a God, big top you make, tent. You make the money. <laughs> Say that. Sorry. Tent just for you, just just yeah. for you. Yeah. I just, I don't know, cause you know that's like the thing for like, um, like if you have some weird appendage, like someone's gonna. In some universe somewhere, someone's gonna use it as sex work and create OnlyFans and make so yeah. much money and buy a house. Which is good for them, that person in another universe who's probably not thinking about this right now. 
Well, I mean, you know, there's a whole, but there's whole a whole universe or where you know everyone has cat limbs and they're just they're they're you know they're aroused and so forth by that by those things. But that's just their everyday life because that's how it is in their universe. Oh, oh yeah, that would make sense. The rules yeah. are different for yeah. cat limb people. Well, I mean, there's going to be some universes where it's a perversion, and there's other universes where it's totally normal and acceptable. Uh, it's like a what's that? What's that? Uh, Mike Judge movie, Idiocracy, where yes. like everyone's really dumb and like hey, you're smart, like that's not the norm or something like that. I, I haven't watched that movie. I should so I can understand my references. <laughs> uh, wait, yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let me think. Let me think that through. The but they're dumb in that movie because they because they evo- because they get evolutionarily selected to be dumb because modern conveniences do not require their intelligence. But but the other the scenario we're talking about is where you know just genetically people happen to have like you know cat arms and legs and then it's just normal in that world for them. I guess it's a fish out of water story is what it is. Yeah. I I do often think about what a world would be like if there was like no social norms, you know? And that's probably a weird thing to say, but like I don't know. Like if people didn't find it weird if like uh like you basically if you go to school and you just happen to like wear like a really cool like big hat, no one's gonna bully you for that big hat because no one cares. You know? Like that th- that's what I imagine in a world without social norms. That yeah. That's interesting. I mean there's definitely, you know, cultures that have tried to try to do that. I mean, subcultures and whatnot, but I mean, they always seem to kind of reinvent their own norms. Ah, human nature always gets in the way. How sad. Well, is that human nature? Is it just a fact of, you know, almost like react because some, some of the, uh, you know, one thing that, you know, we have to have as just human beings is context. And if we don't agree on anything ever, then we have no context with which to, for example, like school is a context, right? But if, but if we, if, if there's no norms, I mean, school is a norm in a way, if in a, in a broader sort of sense. So if we don't have any norms, you know, this it goes, it's almost goes back into improv too. If you don't have any norms at all, it's like, well, then it's just, it's all, we can't even agree on language or what we're talking about. Hmm. <laughs> Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. You, what you're saying makes so much more sense than my stupid pleasure thought. Uh, it's. No, I don't know. I. I. I, I would like. It's. It's more like me. I. I feel like I'm far too idealistic and optimistic sometimes. So like, I think. I think about like we like um people like just having nice days while being bothered, even though I'm like a little bit off kilter, according to our norms. Um, you know. That's what I mean by I like. Mean- yeah. The way that what you're saying is that you, um, you know, you appreciate personal expression and you do not wish other people to be, you know, judged negatively for making those kind of expressive choices that ultimately have no really impact on other people's lives, which I would 100% agree with. Yeah, you know, who cares that all my limbs are cat limbs? I'm still yeah. human. I don't need to be a freak show for you people. <laughs> I can just live my, I can just, I can still have a computer if I wanted to. Because the human yeah. size cat limbs. Well, I mean, if if I mean, I get, I got, I was kind of choosing to be a, a it's, this is not an appropriate term, but to, but to have a freak show, just because that would be the, I think the easiest way to make money. It's at least fascinating, um, and it's probably better for than them doing like ET experiments on on me. 
um, what you, what was, it was like, um, you know that scene in Teen Werewolf where Michael J. Fox's dad's also a werewolf? <laughs> what a, yeah. What, what a scientist all that cat lives? Oh. <laughs> Shrouded secret. Wait. <laughs> you're, you're, uh, like, the, the, the scientists would leave me alone because they have, they secretly have cat limbs the whole time, too? Yeah, so you wouldn't be experimented on for uh, your right to live is their secret. Right. Well, how are they, so how are they keeping their, like, secret, secret though? Because, right, I mean, I think even though when you're wearing a lab coat, you can see someone's arms. Well, I mean, they're scientists. Uh, they they can figure something out. You know, they can probably make like polyurethane <laughs> hands to disguise their cat paws or uh, something. So they did not. They did not turn into. They didn't. This didn't happen suddenly to them. This has been a uh, cabal of secret cabal hiding that the fact that they have cat limbs for for centuries. If you if you if you have cat limbs, you automatically have to become a scientist. Mm. So you can cover, cover your secret as well as theirs. Oh. What defines being a scientist? Because, I mean, if I'm just thinking a little bit scientifically, you know, one day, does that mean I start to maybe grow some claws on my arms? You, you own like a, like a, like a test, like a, like a, you know, like those, <laughs> those like test tube kits where you can make like a scary looking jello when you're, yeah. <laughs> it's like meant for well, boys. Like you have one of those, you can be a scientist. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Or just being like, hmm, I wonder, because, you know, part of the scientific method is to ask questions. And if you're just like, hmm, I wonder why the sun is hot like that. That's a kind of scientific endeavor, endeavor, endeavor. You, you can like uh, earn like a Darwin award by asking and like, hey, well, I would happen if I, if I went out to the sun and put my flying glass over my knee. I wonder what would happen. And you do it and your knee starts to burn like, oh, that's what happens. You'll get a Darwin yeah. Award if you prove something. Hmm. But, but as that happens, my your your knee would t- turn into a cat knee. Oh no! It's the sun that's turning people into cats. No. <laughs> cats do love sun. <laughs> they can stretch out on the little spot of sun that comes in the window. Like if they have sunburns, you just like start to grow fur. It's your hands turn to claws. <laughs> It's the, this is this is um, the exact opposite of uh, what you know, Teen Wolf. No, it's, it's Teen uh, Teen Cat, Teen Feline. Oh, I thought age wasn't a factor, but okay, yeah, <laughs> it's Teen Feline in the in the light. In the light. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So that's the question of what was the question? I don't think it really matters at this point. Is the universe oh, infinite? Oh. And <laughs> that's how yeah, is the universe infinite? Oh yeah. Let's see. How lo- how long do you have, Mavian, tonight? I think I got to uh, stop well, in like twenty minutes, probably. Oh, I'm good for the whole time. I I don't do anything except like go online school. It's all good. Okay. Uh, let's do. Oh, because I wanted at least part of this to be definitely because we we went into improv, which is great and fine or whatever. We went in and out. We were fluid um so hey did you know this though that the first scene i did on ooze bear was with you wow it's like it's like shakespearean fate or something yeah oh or i don't very, know 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very appropriate that you signed up to be the first person of this. Um, so it was on, uh, I listened to it like a couple weeks ago. I didn't listen to it recently, but I did. That's why I do know that. Um, but it was on April, April 18th was the first time I did improv last year. And uh, yeah, yeah. Do you know that? I think that's what it was. I didn't listen to it just now. I was trying to look at it through the things, but I think it was around there. And I think it was that one based on the description. Um, but do you know what that scene was, was about? Not at all. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, every fine. single improv, every single, like, Uthra session immediately leaves my brain after I'm done yeah. with it. Yeah, mine too, I'm sure. But I do know, because I listened to it, so I remembered, um, I do know a little bit about it. And we're, I'm just going to start it off like that scene, and we're just going to figure out what, what it was like, okay? You know, uh, it's it's a it's a it's it's a, like a five percent chance like this is exact it plays exactly the way it did on um, April eighteenth, twenty twenty. Okay. We're just gonna we're actually everyone listening. We're just gonna play the recording right now. So that's what's gonna happen right now. And here we go. Oh hey oh uh, hey grandma, I got that uh, soup that you wanted. Oh, you did, Sonny. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I made it special for you, and you know, just because you're just so important to me. Oh, you're my, you're my favorite grandchild. You know that? Oh no! Oh well, hey, that makes me feel really good because I have been, you know, working hard around here, and you know, just, just to make you comfortable and everything. Sit in my, sit on my lap. Sit on my grandma's lap. Do it now. Oh, oh, okay. I, I do, I do, um. Um, more enjoy sitting on a grandma lap than a weird cat lap. I don't know. This weird thought just happened into my head. I like grandma laps better than cat laps, grandma. I just wanted you to oh, know that. Oh, cat laps. I haven't heard that term since 1865. Oh, really? It must have been a, like a fad back in 1865. For, for, I mean, everyone was like a hip cat back then. Taylor, stay right there. I... I'm going to go search for an old photo album. Wait, you want me to stay right here on your lap while you search for the, the photo album? <laughs> stay in my la- it's, it's literally right next to me. Don't, I'm sitting down while I'm doing this. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I understand clear, of course, because I can see what you're doing, and I see how you're leaning over towards that bookshelf, just, you know, flipping through some of the books, trying to find the photo album. Oh, I found it. 1865 ah. to 1970. There's a lot of photos in here. Yeah. yeah. And, and actually, I mean, <laughs> like for a photo album, that does span a lot of years. Alrighty. Uh, <laughs> okay. Here's a picture oh. of your great-grandfather. Oh. Oh, wow. He, he looks very hip. As you can see, he has cat arms and oh cat legs. And you... You were into that, Grandma? Well, he was—he was my—he was my, my great grandfather. Like he's your great grandfather. That would yeah. make him my father. Oh, he's your, he's right? your father. Okay, yes. I think that's yeah. correct. Yes. So, the, oh, so uh, he, I mean, you—you—you—you you, you were telling me um, how he was uh, working on the in the coal mine. <laughs> that's what he did, but it seems that seems like that would be really difficult, giving his his physical, uh, how he is physically. He had been on an accident, you know. What? He went, he went to the beach and he put sun, oh. sun lotion on everything but his arms. 
Uh, and he took a nap, and he, when he woke up, all his his arms and legs were covered in fur. Oh, that I'm I, I wow I, that 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 sounds awful to have happen. I'm sure glad that we live under this the the the, uh, the oppressive gigantic suspended disc in the sky that blocks out the sun for us all the time. Uh yes, it's like it's like how to defeat Superman and 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 Batman versus Superman. I think. Well, they, he, whoa! Hey, spoiler, spoilers, Grandma. I haven't. I don't think I've watched that one yet. Sorry, I apologize. Well, I should know. <laughs> I should know better, Grandma. I mean, you're such a. If I didn't want to hear Superman, Batman spoilers, I I know I shouldn't. Uh, you know, hang out with you. Alrighty. Oh, this soup tastes really good. It tastes like uh, uh chicken. Yeah, um, it it does have chicken, but of course they are they are a bit you know um, like withered and diseased because they don't you know because they we don't allow them to get sunlight anymore either. Oh yeah, the chicken looks like kind of green. I didn't want to say anything, oh. but it, it still tastes good. Just it yeah. looks kind of off. Well, I mean, you know, hey, hey, you know, <laughs> I can I can accept that kind of criticism, Grandma. I mean, the next time I cook it, I'll try to make it less green. Um, oh wait, wait. Do you want do you want all my criticism? Uh, mm, well, I, I see the way that you're kind you, of. You, well, you've been making me a soup for for a while, so I just I yeah. figured you're asking for it now. Might as well give you all of it. Wow. Okay. Well, I do. I you know I'm I'm seven years old, but I think I think I can take it, Grandma. Uh, you know I want. I want to make you. Th- I want to do it for you, and I've been working so hard for you to, to, to keep you comfortable and everything. And and if, if that's what it takes, I think I, I want to go through that. I want to do it. Okay. Uh, she takes out like a like a very like long scroll. Um, oh. With, with a bunch of complaints. Oh, you've been working. You've been working on this. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, complaint number one. Uh, the broth is too salty. Well, well, Grandma, as you, as you know, the way the the sun reflects off the disk in the sky hits the the shoreline where we collect our salt, and it just, it, you know, it's, it's extremely strong salt that we have now. I, I just, you know, my about my heart, my my blood pressure. It's not. Yeah. I I I, I yeah, I cut back the salt. This is the only thing I eat. No one else cooks for me, Taylor. Yeah. I know. I mean, it's a lot of responsibility for me, Grandma. I know it. I know I'm the only one who cooks for you. Not even your mother, my daughter, no. cooks yeah. for me. No, she's, 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 she's never, she's never around. You know, you know. It actually makes me kind of sad. Like, mom's never. She's never around. Wait, wait, Taylor. When was the last time you saw your mother? Um, I, 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 I saw her out, out in the backyard by the chicken coop. Um, and, uh, I, I don't know. She was just sort of staring off into the distance. Oh no. The prophecy. It's come true. Oh my grandma. What? Oh my, what? You're taking out another scroll. What, what, what are you, uh, what are you getting at? It says on the seventh birthday of the, uh, Third generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, hey, Grandma, can just one sec? I mean, are yeah. you? Were you gonna wish me a happy birthday, or or were you just? I mean, is this 
is this not a good time? Is this, is this the, is the prophecy more important or? Oh, oh, I forgot your birthday. Oh, yeah. grandma brain. Oh, <laughs> well, I, I, okay. I feel, I feel, I feel, forget the prophecy. It's over. Oh, I already oh. failed. No. Oh, oh man. That that scroll it burns up quickly when you throw it into the to the fireplace like that. It doesn't matter. There's there's gonna be this whole process where like like where you have to train under me to be a cat warrior or something, but oh. it's too late now. Oh, aw. Well, aw. That 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 sounded sounded kind of awesome because I I I, I you know I do feel like I I I could you know benefit any any large you know, military or whatever, in need of some sort of warrior. It's just, oh, my God, I'm a, I'm a horrible grandmother. I'm sorry, Taylor. I failed you. Okay. I failed her family. No matter why, no one else cooks for me. They're all gone. Aw. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, apparently, Mom mom went off to go be a cat warrior. Yeah. That's according what happened. To, according <laughs> to, to the scroll. Oh, oh, that's does the scroll? I mean, does it? Would would the scroll have said if she ever comes back and, and you know maybe be be you know becomes my mother and cooks for you and so forth? Well, that's it's gonna take three decades for her to come back. It's a long, long journey, like like uh, like the Odyssey. Oh, yeah. Oh, I I see you have another scroll there of the, of the Odyssey. Yeah, I don't know why I get all my reading in scrolls. They just they let me do this at the bookstore. Well, I don't know why. Yeah. yeah, it's always you always go to the bookstore. I mean, they give you the photo album books. I mean, your photos are in books, but your right. prophecies and your ancient texts are always on scrolls. Yeah, I just I just prefer like the up and down motion compared to left and right mm-hmm. motion. I just you know like I I go to the bookstore and pretend you're the bookkeeper. Okay, Grandma. Uh, hello. Uh, hi, welcome, welcome to uh, Waldo, Waldo's books. Yeah, uh, can I get a copy of uh, of Warship Down, but on a really long scroll, please? Oh well, I mean, as you can see from the, the display to my immediate right, right here, we do have a large selection of Watership Down, um, you know, in in book format. Right here and at a reasonable price. Thank, thank you so much. Oh. Uh, here's here here's thirty pieces of of buns because that's the currency in our world. Yeah, well, I I understand that as I mean I'm sure there's some other other strange world where money is you know another universe or or something where where money happens to be um you know made out of whatever metal people happen to be able to find or but like, in or our like universe trees or paper like yeah. but in our universe is buns yeah that's completely that is so surreal and strange to me I, it would be almost like a nightmare oh man yeah, that would um, be a nightmare yeah. I'm I'm actually you know gl- glad that you um, didn't really press me on the need for it to be in scroll form because I really don't have the capacity to make those to turn those books um, into scrolls from their book format. I I mean can't you just like rip all of the pages and paste them together like linearly? Well, like wouldn't that that scroll form? 
I mean, yeah, I mean, oh, okay, yeah, I mean, definitely, I mean, that's sort of a DIY scroll form. I mean, we're, it sounds like you were planning to, uh, to go home and do that. I mean, you're going to do that yourself, or I mean, I guess I could, I could do that. I mean, I've been working on book binding here a little bit, so I, I have some knowledge. If you have right, that's, that's not the that's not the same as making something to a scroll. Binding right. pieces of paper together cannot ever be equal to reading one really long piece of paper. Um, uh, I I guess you're right. I mean, it's, it's there's too much back and forth motion, you know. I guess with regular, um, I do have one other concern for you though. Are, are you gonna? I think you're gonna have to buy two copies because if you buy one copy, um, then the the page the front you know, front page and the back page won't match up as you go, go, go down the scroll. You know, you'd have to buy two copies in order to put the odd pages and the even pages one right after the other. If, if, if you're going to go ahead with the project and make a scroll. Uh, I, think you're, I think you're trying to swindle me. Well, hey, hey, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to, you know, uh, lie here. I'm, I'm definitely a salesman. Um, in, in addition to the you know the book binding, I have been working on my salesmanship, but I, I do think for that project you would need two books. Okay, uh, we can stop the role play now. That's basically what happened at the bookstore. Oh. oh. Okay. Okay, Grandma. I, uh, you went. You I, went on for a while. You're, you're really semantic with these things. <laughs> I, Grandma, I was, just, I was just, I mean, we didn't real. I mean, I thought, I mean, if we're gonna, if we're gonna try to, you know, dig into these things and use improv, I mean, we didn't really talk beforehand about some of the things we like to emphasize and do during our improv scenes that might help the other person while we're, while we're, while we're, you know, improvising. I'm, I'm gonna go take a cat nap. Wink, oh. wink, 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 wink. Whoa, Grandma. I, all six of your eyes just winked at me, and I didn't find that <laughs> odd. I didn't find that odd because that's just the universe we're in here. Right. Okay. Uh, we we don't have much time left before I fall asleep. Can you sing me a song of of uh, of victory, please? Say sure. it, my grandchild. Sure. Sure. On this most important day is my birthday. The, the the gift that I will give myself is a is a song that I'll sing to my grandma. <laughs> oh, <laughs> grandma, you you are so lazy in the kitchen, but I think that it's really bitchin' the way that you have six eyes and the way that it was such a surprise that you only felt the need to critique only one little part of my baking of soup. And it really throws me for a loop the way that mom left home. And I feel so all alone. We, okay. see the, we see the grandma fade into dust as she oh, falls no. Oh, no. I am going to be all alone. And also, I am really... And I know people don't like this reaction, and I'm trying to tamp it down, but I do feel like freaking <laughs> out by the fact that my grandma just turned into dust. I mean, what? I mean, that's, that's crazy. Oh, man. Yeah, that was a... That was a good story, Steve. I think we did a good job on that one. Scene button. 
<laughs> like, oh, where is it? Oh, scene. yeah. Ah, uh, yes. Eric and his partner sing scene for us. How how thematic? Yes, excellent. So, <laughs> oh man, I prepared so many questions and stuff, but that's okay. I, I'm sorry, I, 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 I didn't. No, yeah, I, just, I get too, I get really weird in conversation, so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well, I want to. I, also, I want to just you know get interviewing, being able to interview. It's not even an interview. I don't know what the fuck it is. Like you know, it's a conversation. But I want to, you know, I want. I want to have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I want to have a chat because I was like, I, at first I was like, oh man, I, like I don't know, because there's a weird balance because I do have these questions in front of me and I'm like, just ignore the, I need to ignore these, <laughs> like for now, but they're there if I need them. Um. So we're almost out of time. Do you do you want to tell anybody? And you probably have the opportunity to do this all the time on Who's Bear, but do you have the time? Do you want to say or do you, are you doing anything? Plugs. I uh, I have nothing to plug, but uh, what I will say as a, like a final like um, addendum on tonight's uh, goings on. Uh, improv is cool. Improv is great. It, it'll make you your make you feel full with a lot on your plate. Yeah. Uh, that's that's my stanza. Perfect. I'm so glad that you started doing some rhymes too, because mine felt very tortured. I didn't have a I didn't have a beat. <laughs> that's what I needed, actually. That would have helped. I, yeah. well, I mean, do do like what's the what's the thing you need from <laughs> the most? Ah! Like when you sing a song, a melody, a melody, yeah, a melody, oh. kind of. It's okay. Yeah. Because I didn't want to ra- I didn't want to wrap it because we do that other times and yeah but a mel I did I did not you're saying I did not have a melody is what you're telling me now. Yes. <laughs> it was more, yeah it was more like a sad anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, I will tell people to you know set, if you have any ideas for this thing send me messages because I know other people because we have other people coming up. Guess who we have coming up? Mavian uh, by the way. Eric Eric Holmes the creator of this website. Wow, that's going to be an exciting one. I'm really going to dig in into to what he's about. Um, but next week, he's coming up in two weeks, and next week I have Demi Pixel coming up, who is oh, new to shoot. Who's there. Yeah, he's new. To, you know, you know, you know Demi Pixel. I um no, I see the oh. username in our Discord server, but uh, no, I do yeah. not. Yeah, I've improvised with him like twice or something like that. But he's new and he's a hacker, so that's going to be neat. Uh. Yeah, so that's what's staying coming up. And to to sign off, um, what the, the I have a traditional sign off for this show is that it's called the Storm Off and Sign Off, and that's where the guest tells me off and then leaves. And so you you you, you tell me about how everything sucked, and then you storm off and leave. That's how we're going to end every show. But but before you do that, Mavian, I do want to thank you for being uh, for being on here and um, for absolutely for signing up first and kind of breaking um, the ice there. And I'm sure you know that made other people sign up because they were like, oh, look at this, this is going on. And um, and yeah, and for just you know bringing your your wonderful self um, tonight and and uh, and I really enjoyed uh, uh, you know uh, doing this with you. Alrighty. Thank you so much for all those nice words and kind things. Yeah. Now you get now you now you can get mad and storm off and sign off and yeah. you're, you're mad. Okay. You know what, Steve? Fuck what? you. No. Okay. Aww. You you suck. You are stupid. What what uh. are you doing, 
feeling feelings when I ask you strange questions. Uh-huh. What are you doing with your with your semantic brain and the way you break things down technically in your side your psyche? You suck. You're awful. And you know what? I never want to even perceive you ever again. Uh-huh. Goodbye and not and no good luck for you, sir. Farewell.